Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.com. On today's BOC Live, we connect with Benjamin Tran. He is the CEO and president of the House of Cannabis, a cannabis retailer in Ontario. He's also one of our 20 in their 20s. Uh, we wanted to connect with him in advance of a May 5th cannabis retail series that we're putting on uh, in conjunction with Vitrina Group and LeafLink. This is Benjamin Tran of the House of Cannabis. Ben Tran, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Thank you for being here on BFC Live. Thanks for inviting me, Jake. Um, for a long time, or many months, I was driving by your Spadina location saying, that's a good location. I can't wait to go there. Uh, I do want to go there. I haven't been yet. But tell me a little bit about the Ben Tran story and how you came to, to launch the House of Cannabis. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely COVID has been uh, a major factor of me being here where I am today. Uh, before getting, getting into the cannabis sector, I was uh, mainly concentrated on hotels down in the States. But uh, obviously with COVID and travel, things have made things a little more complicated. Came back here in uh, Ontario and, and started this. I mean, why not? It's such a booming industry, such a tight-knit community. And so so you, you were doing something in a different sector, obviously. And then you said, there's opportunity in cannabis and let me go figure out what it is. And then sort of, you said retail, and talk a little about that process because it's definitely not easy. It hasn't been easy from day one, but you said there's this open allocation in Ontario. We think we can find locations, sort of staff the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, to be, to be frank with you, I thought it would be a walk in the park coming from uh, the hospitality side, but things have been definitely interesting with uh, a lot more rules and regulations than I, that I expected. Um, definitely saturation has come quicker than I thought as well, and uh, lockdowns have not been easy, but We've been chugging along, uh, definitely uh, looking into the, the bright side. And I think the light is at the end of the tunnel. We just have to uh, keep our gas, uh, keep our pedal on the gas and move forward. And, and tell me about the footprint uh, as it is now and sort of how you're looking, if, if you are, how, how you're looking to expand and how you're thinking about that. For sure. I mean, it's always great to have a, a location here in Toronto, something that you can show your friends and family. Uh, but I think the market has been uh, pretty saturated here in Toronto and our growth plan is going to be mainly focused on the, uh, the outside markets. Uh, so our next few stores are being launched in places like Barrie, Kitchener, um, and Kingston. I like it. I like it. What we've seen and you said, I mean, I haven't done the mapping, but if you did like a mapping and put a pin down on every location. And then, you know, uh, last month we did an event um, with the folks at Leafly. And they are saying in their data and their insights that they are seeing people are traveling less and less, certainly mm -hmm. in dense locations. To, for, uh, they're not traveling as far, right? So they were saying in dense locations, like the average is like three kilometers to get to a cannabis store. Whereas wow. in the outskirts, it's like they have a bigger circle upon which to draw. And I, are you thinking about that as you're sort of looking at catchment areas really for your store, sort of how that factors into sort of your bottom line, but also like how you ramp up? For sure. I mean, like, when the weather is nice, I like to jump on my scooter and just scoot around Toronto and I can definitely see, you know, there's stores everywhere. So the uh, three the three kilometer radius uh, that you mentioned, I mean, like it's, it's pretty bang on, if not a little bit smaller. But uh, when I go out to places like Barrie, the stores are definitely more spread out and people definitely need to jump on their cars to, to visit these stores. So yeah. we're definitely looking to key things like parking um, and as well as, you know, what are the major drivers driving to someone to that location? 
I want to ask you about that because um, obviously you're looking at a footprint larger than than you have now, and 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 I, you know we do a lot of talking certainly with the the team from Vitrina Group and others who are you know how do you keep consistency across that brand at multiple locations while adding team and footprint and like sort of complexity to the operation? Like how are you thinking about that from a management perspective as you sort of grow? Yeah, it's definitely tough. I mean, like we want to try to keep our brand tight. I think. Uh, that's the one great thing about you know owning all our stores is that we can keep our brand as tight as possible. Um, once you go into other models, you know different owners and operators have different ways of running their store. Um, but I think when having a central team here and making sure that our brand message and story gets you know shared with everybody in Ontario, that is your game plan, and that starts with having a strong foundation here in Toronto first. I like it. I like it. Uh, when, when you think about sort of uh, the past year, sort of transition into cannabis from other sectors, like what do you think has been the biggest surprise for you as you've sort of entered? Is it the, you know, tight regulatory? Is it the constantly shifting environment? Is it just COVID uncertainty or is it sort of all these things in a pot constantly mixing? <laughs> Definitely the latter. I mean, like, I guess every morning you're waking up and you say, you know, what kind of changes are, are coming in the afternoon, right? I mean, every morning, like you mentioned, things are changing where I'm always on the RSA map to see what new details are coming into the market. Um, you know, what's happening with COVID, how many cases are we looking to gain this lockdown lifted or is it going to be extended? Um, even then the regulatory changes as well. I mean, having delivery on the table, but it might be off the table in a few weeks. Um, marketing has been very, very tough with, you know, what are we allowed to do? What can we push the line on? Um, so just trying to find that right balance of pushing innovation, but not breaching that line and getting uh, stopped as a fine. Wouldn't it be interesting or funny as an operator to not check those things? Like some of those things have not, most of them have nothing to do with cannabis, right? So like you think about a time where you're just focused on selling cannabis in store, keeping a team happy and selling, like it's like you're actually checking four different things before you even open the doors for the day. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crazy industry to be in. I mean, it's definitely highly regulated selling cannabis. Uh, so there's definitely needs to be a little bit more time spent on the, uh, the uh, back of stage uh, stuff and, and elements, but definitely keeping our team happy and, and having a, a customer facing experience is definitely also important. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, and I just look at it sort of as an older person talking to a younger person, like you talk about the complexity, you talk about it, but at the same time, like it's an industry that's welcoming in a guy in their twenties, right? Just super passionate about what they're doing, really has a vision of what they want to do. And it's like, yeah, let's celebrate that guy because he's really onto something and like, yeah, it's difficult. And yeah, the Roblox and COVID, but like as an industry, it is certainly welcoming, I believe of like people with a passion, people with the heart, people with the, the hustle to like, screw all that. We're going to go and keep doing it. For sure. I mean, like, I wish everybody was able to be as open-minded and, and try cannabis. I mean, we've been uh, talking to a lot of my relatives and stuff like that as well, trying to get them on, uh, on gummies. Um, some have, some haven't, but uh, I think there's just a huge benefit of cannabis and incorporating that into your lifestyle. Obviously we cannot say uh, any health claims or anything, but uh, definitely, you know, you need to try it before you you uh you skip on it well we were talking about uh before we came in came on that uh i have uh my in-laws live on the block of your store on spadina um and so they will be there i'm going to make recommendations of what they should get and you'll be there uh your their your local go-to so you're going to have two customers that um 
may skew the age demo of folks <laughs> coming to the store, but uh, those people are related to me. So you'll be seeing that. That's awesome. I mean, we have a, a huge age demographic here in Kensington Market. I mean, we see everybody from different walks of uh, life and different age as well. Yeah, well, uh, it is... Uh, it is good to see you open. It's good to see you uh, getting it all together because uh, a, it's not it's not easy. B, the times have been really challenging, but uh, it's good to see you sort of getting there and thriving. And so we thank you for your time today. Um, you'll be with us again on May 5th uh, for our cannabis retail series. We look forward to connecting with you then as well. Ben, nice to meet you. Nice to see you. Keep on chugging. Thanks, Jay. Keep safe. You too. That was Benjamin Tran, the president and CEO of the House of Cannabis. He'll be a guest at May 5th at our Cannabis Retail Series. If you like this program, please rate and review us wherever you heard or saw us. Thank you for joining us on B of C Live today. We're able to do what we do thanks to our ongoing partners, including Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Headset, Gallagher, and Torque and Mains.